Welcome to Palm Sunday at Ebenezer Baptist Church, March 24th, 2013. Today's message is The Gospel According to Bartimaeus by Pastor Ryan Cochran based on Mark chapter 10 verses 46 through 52. Today's special music is the choir singing Worthy is Your Name. God in heaven, as we come to your word, we pray, Lord, that your spirit would speak. Lord, open our eyes to hear what you have to say to each of us today. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. May the Lord be with you. Amen. Holy, 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 though the darkness hides thee. Though the eye of sinful man his glory may not see. Sin has caused us to be blind. Has caused us to be blind and unable to see the glory of God. We were created by God in the very beginning to know God, to enjoy God, to see him, to walk with him. But our sin makes us blind to his glory. But when we come to Christ, we are healed of our blindness. And as one of our other favorite hymns says, I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Our experience of coming to know Jesus is the experience of our eyes being opened. Through Christ, we come to see the truth about who God is and the truth about who we are, and the truth about this world that we live in. Coming to Christ is having our eyes opened. And when we see Christ with the eyes of faith, we come to know the truth of how lost we are and how much we need God's mercy. When we see Christ and we, when we think about his work and his sacrifice for us, we come to see the truth about how far God was willing to go in order to save and rescue us. When we see Christ, we come to see how deep God's love is for us. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. This morning, we are going to look at the story of a blind man who was healed by Jesus. It's the story of a man named Bartimaeus. And what we're going to see in this story is that the physical healing of Bartimaeus is really a parable of our own healing and our own salvation. My sermon is pretty simple this morning. First, I want to tell you the story of Bartimaeus and how Bartimaeus received his sight. And the second thing that I want to do is to simply show how the story of Bartimaeus is your story. The story of Bartimaeus is your story, and it is my story. It is your story and my story, because all of us are blind, but through Christ we see. Amen? Over the past few weeks, we've been looking at stories in the Gospels of those who were called to repent and believe. We heard stories about the disciples who heard Jesus' message that the kingdom of God was near to repent and to believe. 
We heard stories about men and women in Jesus' hometown of Nazareth who could not see who Jesus was and refused to believe who Jesus was, who he says he was. We saw about how John the Baptist, the great prophet John the Baptist, even he had to repent and believe because as he was in prison, he didn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah and that even John the Baptist had to repent and believe. We saw the story about the rich young ruler and about Zacchaeus, how they were called to repent and believe. All of these men and women encountered Jesus in one way or another, and they were called to repent and believe. What we've seen through many of these stories, though, is that many of them remained blind. Many of them refused to receive Jesus and his message, and they remained blind. Others received Jesus. They repented and believed. And because they repented and believed, now they see. Their lives were changed because of their encounter with Christ. And as you hear the story of Bartimaeus today, as you hear this story and how it is our own story, may you repent from your blindness and come to Christ. In our story today, Jesus and his disciples are on their way to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. The Passover is the festival where Jews celebrate how God delivered them from slavery out of Egypt and brought them into the promised land. Early on in the book of Exodus, we hear that God appears to Moses and he says to him, I have heard the cries of my people and I am coming down to rescue them. I have heard the cries of my people, and I am coming down to rescue them. And the story of the Passover is the story of God delivering his people from slavery in Egypt. God rescuing his people. The very last miracle that God does while the Israelites are still in Egypt is the miracle of the Passover. God instructs each home in Israel to take a perfect lamb, to kill it and to take the blood of that lamb and to place it over their doorpost because that night the angel of death was going to come through Egypt and any home that did not have the blood of the lamb over their door, the firstborn son would be killed. And throughout Egypt, there was weeping and crying and wailing that night as home after home lost their firstborn son. But those in Israel, those who had the blood over their doorpost, they were spared. And so the Passover was this celebration of of God saving his people through the blood of the Lamb. And now, at this point in the Gospel of Mark, at this point where uh, Jesus encounters Bartimaeus, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem to go to this festival, to go to the festival of the Passover. And this time, not only is Jesus going to celebrate the festival, But now Jesus is going to Jerusalem in order to become the Lamb of God who will take away the sin of the world, whose blood would be shed so that our sins could be covered, whose blood would be shed so that we can be rescued from our own slavery to sin. In the gospel stories, we see that Jesus sets his face to Jerusalem. He's receiving all kinds of opposition from all kinds of people. His disciples are worried about him going to Jerusalem. They know that it's going to be dangerous for him there. But he sets his face to Jerusalem in order to become the Lamb of God.
who takes away the sin of the world. And today, the the church throughout the world is celebrating Palm Sunday. It's a Sunday where we remember the story where Jesus comes riding into Jerusalem, riding into Jerusalem on a donkey, humble on a donkey, but with all of the people praising him and declaring that he is the Messiah, the son of David who they hoped for. The Jewish people at this time were waiting and they were praying for the Messiah to come. The promised land was being occupied by the Romans. They were slaves again, in a way. And God had promised that he would send a Messiah, and the nation of Israel was now waiting and hoping for God to hear the cries of his people again and to act in their life. So as Jesus comes riding into the city, there's this anticipation and this hope that right now in Israel's history that God has heard the cries of his people and now the Messiah has come. God is going to do for us like he did for us back in Egypt. He is now going to deliver us. The Messiah, Jesus, he is the one. He is here. As Jesus comes riding into Jerusalem, the people are expressing their hope that God is going to bring his salvation to them again. Over the course of the week, as Jesus goes into the temple and clears out the temple, as he speaks to the leaders in Israel, the people begin to see that Jesus was not the kind of Messiah that they wanted or expected. And so they turned on him and eventually call for him to be crucified. But before all of that story happens, before the crowds and crowds of people welcome Jesus into Jerusalem, before all of that happens, Jesus is walking toward Jerusalem, and he encounters a blind man named Bartimaeus. And this morning, as we enter into Holy Week, and as we spend time meditating and reflecting on the death of Christ and his resurrection, I want us to reflect on the story of Bartimaeus, because the story of Bartimaeus is the story of salvation that comes to a single man who had faith. During Holy Week, of course, it's important for us to remember the crowds, to remember the masses of people who welcomed Jesus into Jerusalem and then turned on him, and to see how, in many ways, we may be like the crowds in our own life. But I want us today to think about this one man named Bartimaeus. As Jesus is entering into Jerusalem, planning to suffer and die, to become the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, he still pays attention to the one man on the side of the road crying out for his mercy. As we heard last week in the story of Zacchaeus, Jesus knows our name and he wants to be our friend. He knew Bartimaeus. He paid attention to this one man even as he was about to go into Jerusalem and die. So on his way into Jerusalem, Jesus encounters this blind man on the side of the road. Bartimaeus is a blind man who sits on the roadside outside of Jerusalem begging, and he perhaps does this every single day. Blind men like Bartimaeus would have been completely at the mercy of the handouts of other people. There was no social net, uh, safety net in his day, uh, no real way to provide for people like him other than the generosity of those around him. 
And more than likely, this time of year would have been Bartimaeus's best time of year. Every November, we hear about Black Friday in the United States, right? The day after Thanksgiving is the day where everyone goes shopping and the retail stores go from their books from being in the red to in the black, and so they call it Black Friday. Well, this was the time of year like Black Friday for the beggars on the side of the road outside of Jerusalem. There were thousands and thousands of faithful pilgrims on their way to Jerusalem. Men and women who are in the frame of mind of thinking about God's generosity toward them. If it can be said that beggars have a profitable time of year, this would have been it for Bartimaeus and the others who would have been on the side of the road. Thousands and thousands journeying to Jerusalem to celebrate Passover, the reminder of God's generosity toward them. But right now, Bartimaeus is about to encounter Jesus and is going to receive something a lot more than a few pennies. He's going to receive the gift of sight and the gift of salvation. As we read the story of Bartimaeus, we read the story of a man who becomes a follower of Christ. And there are different stages in this story that he goes through as he becomes a follower of Christ. And this is a parable, an image of what each of us go through on our journey to following Christ. The first thing that we learn about Bartimaeus is that Bartimaeus is a man of faith. Bartimaeus has heard stories about this man named Jesus of Nazareth. He has heard about his ministry, and Bartimaeus has been given the gift of faith. He believes that Jesus is the true Messiah. And so we hear him in this story on the side of the road making a public declaration of who Jesus is. Jesus of Nazareth, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Bartimaeus is the first person in Mark since John the Baptist, the first person in the Gospel of Mark, to publicly declare who Jesus is. Jesus, son of David, that is Messiah, have mercy on me. And the crowds try to get him to be quiet, but he keeps yelling all the more loudly, Jesus Christ, Son of David, have mercy on me. There were, no doubt, dozens of other beggars on the road that day. They all knew, perhaps, that this was even the best time of year to be on the side of the road on the way to Jerusalem. They were all there, hoping that someone would come by and give them something. But Bartimaeus is the only one who hears that Jesus is coming by and who has faith that Jesus can give him something more than a few pennies. And because of his faith, Bartimaeus is the only blind beggar who goes away with his sight. Because of his faith, he goes to Jesus, and when Jesus asks him, what do you want me to do for you? He asks him for his sight. Bartimaeus is a man of faith, and faith is the first step to being able to see. The second stage in Bartimaeus' story is that he acknowledges that he is in need and that he needs mercy. Jesus of Nazareth, son of David, have mercy on me. He cries out for mercy. Bartimaeus asked that Jesus would see him in his need and that Jesus would respond. Bartimaeus knows that he doesn't deserve anything. 
He knows that Jesus does not owe him anything. He asks for mercy, that Jesus would see him in his need and show kindness to him. Bartimaeus knows his need, and he asks for mercy. The third thing that we see in Bartimaeus' story is that Bartimaeus gives up everything he has to follow Jesus. I love how Mark tells this story. He's the only one that gives this uh, unique little uh, detail of this story. The people say to Bartimaeus, cheer up, on your feet, Jesus is calling you. And Mark says, throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and ran to Jesus. Bartimaeus' cloak was his only possession. And for a beggar, there was nothing more important than his cloak. Every day, Bartimaeus would put his cloak in front of him. And this is what people would toss their money into. This is the way that he would collect the money that was given to him. Not only that, of course, but Bartimaeus' cloak would have been the only thing that kept him warm at night. This is Bartimaeus' only possession, and he tosses it aside as he runs to Christ. You remember the story of the rich young ruler last week? The story comes just before the story of Bartimaeus, and what was Jesus' command to the rich young ruler? His command was to give up everything and to follow him. That man was not able to do that, but this man, Bartimaeus, was. Bartimaeus gives up everything he has. He throws off his cloak and he runs to Jesus, willingly and gladly giving up what he has in order to become a follower of Christ. The fourth thing that we see in the story is that Jesus asks Bartimaeus this question. What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? This might be a pretty obvious question to ask a blind man. And really, Bartimaeus, really, if he didn't have faith, could have just asked for some money. Jesus, I'm here on the side of the road. All I really want is some money. Have mercy on me and and just give me a little bit of money so that I can eat today. But as we've already seen, Bartimaeus is a man of faith, and he asks to be healed of his blindness. And Jesus touches him, and he is healed. The last thing that we read about Bartimaeus is that he followed Jesus on the road to Jerusalem. Bartimaeus is about to become a witness to everything that happens to Jesus during that week. He's going to see with his own eyes how Jesus goes into Jerusalem and how the people there are going to praise him one day and to turn on him later in the week. He's going to watch as Jesus goes into Jerusalem and clears out the temple of the money changers and the tax collectors. He's going to watch how the crowds throughout the week turn on Jesus and call for Jesus to be crucified. Bartimaeus is healed of his blindness and he follows Jesus along the way. That is to say that Bartimaeus follows Jesus along the way toward sacrifice and toward suffering. Bartimaeus is a man of faith. He is a man who knows that he is needy and that he cries out for mercy. He is a man who gives up everything to follow Jesus. He is a man who is given the gift of sight 
and he follows Jesus on the way to sacrifice and suffering. The story of Bartimaeus is your story, and it is my story. Each of us, wherever we are on our journey with Christ, can identify with Bartimaeus and can place ourselves at some point in Bartimaeus' story. At some point along the way of his journey to Christ, each of us are someplace there. Our identity with Bartimaeus begins with Bartimaeus' own name. Bar means son, and Timaeus means unclean. Bartimaeus' name means son of the unclean. Each of us are Bartimaeus. Each of us are born unclean. Each of us are born into sin. Because of the sin of Adam and Eve, our parents, we are Bartimaeus. At the very beginning, in the Garden of Eden, sin entered into the world and made us as human beings unclean, made us Bartimaeuses, all of us. Each of us are born sinners who need the mercy of God to make us clean. So this morning, even if you have never expressed faith in Christ, even if uh, you, don't, you do not know who Jesus is or even know the story of Christ, you can still identify with Bartimaeus in his story because you are a Bartimaeus. You are unclean and are in need of the mercy of God. Like all of us, you are one of the beggars along the road, one of the many others like Bartimaeus sitting on the road. Today, will you be like Bartimaeus and cry out in faith, Jesus, have mercy on me. I am unclean. Many of you this morning, probably even most of you, have already made that confession. Like Bartimaeus, you have publicly proclaimed that Jesus is your Lord, that you are unclean, and that you are in need of his mercy. For some of you, that happened many years ago and you've been walking with Jesus for a long time. For others, it may have been very recently. But at some point in your life, you recognized your need for mercy and in faith, you cried out to Jesus for mercy. But maybe today, there is this business of the cloak. In order to go and to receive true healing, Bartimaeus had to give up everything he had. He tossed his cloak aside, and he recognized that there was nothing more important than Jesus. For many of us, we want to hold on to everything that we have, our comfort, our safety, our possessions, and we want Jesus to come along and to simply be the spiritual cherry on top. We want everything, and we want Jesus too. What is your cloak? What do you love more than Jesus? Bartimaeus gave up his cloak because he loved Jesus more than he loved his cloak. What do you love more than Jesus? I think for many of us in our journey, that's the question that we may need to ask today. We have received Christ by faith. We know we're unclean. We have proclaimed him as Savior, but there are still these things that we hold on to, things that are more important to us than Christ, things that we need to toss away in order to follow him more fully and be completely healed. What do you love more than Jesus? 
What is it in your life that is you are holding on to that needs to be tossed aside? For Bartimaeus, his cloak represented his comfort and his security. Whatever little comfort and security Bartimaeus had in his life, and it was very little, but whatever comfort and security he had, it came from that cloak. His cloak was his tool to collect the money he had, and it was the thing that kept him warm at night. Bartimaeus tosses it aside when he follows Jesus. All of his comfort, all of his safety, all of his security will be found in Christ alone. What do you love more than Jesus? Where do you find your comfort and safety and security? If it is not Jesus, today, the story of Bartimaeus is your call to toss that aside, to make Christ in Christ alone where you find your comfort, your safety, and your security. The last thing that we see in the story of Bartimaeus is that Bartimaeus follows Jesus on the road to Jerusalem, on the road to sacrifice and suffering. Maybe this is where you are today. You've expressed faith in Christ, and you do love Jesus more than anything else. But in your life, you know that there may be suffering ahead of you. There may be some sacrifices that Christ is calling you to take for his sake and for the sake of others. And you need courage today to walk that way with him. To follow Christ is to live a life of sacrifice and suffering for the sake of others. Jesus went to Jerusalem to become the Passover lamb, to take away the sin of the world, to suffer and to die for the life of the world, and he invites us to join him in his sacrifice and in his suffering. He invites us to walk the road of sacrifice for others, for him. And maybe this is the step that Bartimaeus took that you need to take today, this willingness to sacrifice and to suffer for the sake of others. This morning, Jesus asks each of us, like he asked Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do for you? How will you respond to Christ in that question? Where are you on this journey with Christ? Perhaps you are at the very beginning and you simply need to confess that you are in need of his mercy. You need to come to him and confess you are unclean, that you are a sinner in need of the mercy of God, in need of forgiveness. Will you, like Bartimaeus, call out, Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me and receive his forgiveness? Or maybe today you know that there are many things in your life, many things in your heart that you love more than Christ. Maybe during this Holy Week season, you need Jesus to fill your mind and heart with a vision of his great love for you so that you can respond in great love for him. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asks. Maybe today you need to ask him to help you love him more than anything else. To be willing to toss aside everything that you have put before him and return to him who is your first love. What do you want me to do for you? Maybe today you are being called to walk a road of sacrifice and suffering, and you need Christ to give you the courage and the strength to do it. What do you want me to do for you?
This is the question that Christ asked to Bartimaeus on that day. And Bartimaeus, because of his faith, received his sight, received salvation as he followed Christ along the way. So our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ asks each of us today, what do you want me to do for you? Let's spend a moment of silence as we think about how we will respond to Christ as he asks us this question.